Pastor Martin, uh, this night uh, we stand with you in that prayer uh, that the Lord will keep and protect his own uh, against uh, the calamities uh, and against all forms of attack. Uh, we are doing well here in uh, Birmingham, Alabama, although I live in Helena, uh, the whole region is doing well and we bless the lord my family is doing well and uh, we continue to give him glory um i'm standing in on behalf of uh, our senior pastor apostle jacob gadogo who is currently traveling back from missions in wichita kansas uh, together with his family and uh the team that accompanied them uh, to the work of ministry uh, in that region and we bless the Lord for uh, what he is doing 
uh, within the body of Christ. Uh, we also want to thank the Lord uh, here in Birmingham. Now, this past weekend we had our first uh, fellowship, uh, call it a celebration, where we acknowledged our parents 70 years and above. Uh, we were able to gather together and uh, celebrate them over a meal and a fellowship. Uh, this past Saturday, and we bless the Lord. It was the first um, that has ever been done in this country by uh, immigrants. We bless the Lord for that. We also bless the Lord uh, here at Laborers. We uh, uh, started uh, our summer camp program for children aged between 6 and 12 years old. And it started on very well today with about 20 children uh, and uh, they are having fun. We bless uh, the Lord for what he is doing and what he is about to do in the lives of these young uh, soldiers of Christ. Tonight I want to share with you uh, briefly about the special role you play in the body of Christ. Uh, you as a shepherd uh, the assignment that uh, has been given to you um, in your role and in the place where you have been assigned uh, is very critical to the growth of the body of Christ. There are three things uh, that Jesus prayed for when he was saying his final prayer in the book of John chapter 17 concerning us. Remember, he prayed for himself, then he prayed for the disciples whom he had appointed, and then he prayed for all those who will hear him and believe in him, uh, who will hear the disciples, who will hear them and believe in them. And he says this in uh, John seventeen twenty. 20. Uh, He prays this prayer and he says uh, this. I do not pray for this alone, but also for those who will believe in me through their word. You were in the mind of Christ when he was saying this prayer. He knew exactly the age in which you will minister. He knew exactly the geographical location in which you will minister. He knew exactly the battles you will face. And so he prays for all of us and he prays for these three things. Number one, that we may all be one as you the Father are in me and I in you, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me. He prayed for unity of all the shepherds because now you are a shepherd. All the shepherds, wherever they are uh, functioning from, they are to become one just as Jesus and the Father are one. He also prays that they may be made perfect in one that our unity may be perfected in him. 
and he also prays uh, expressing his desire in uh, verse 24 that they also we also whom he gave the father gave him may be with him where he is that we may behold his glory which the father gave him for the father loved him before the foundation of the world and so he prayed that we may behold the glory of the father in all that we do in all that we say in our unity and in our perfection as one that we may reveal the glory of the father to those who we are assigned to shepherd now taking that and marrying that to uh, john chapter 10 jesus says this this is uh, in a confrontation with the pharisees who were the shepherds of the children of israel and so he tells them this most assuredly i say to you he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door but climbs up some other way the same is a thief and a robber he is confronting the shepherds of the children of israel who have betrayed their call they have betrayed their function they have abandoned the door that was assigned for them to enter because the children of israel looked up to the shepherds the pharisees for spiritual leadership elsewhere jesus confronts the pharisees and he tells them that you study scriptures thinking that in them there is eternal life and there isn't he was the eternal one standing before them and yet they were blinded they could not see in this case he says he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door but climbs up some other way the same is a thief and a robber but he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep you and i have entered by the door into the sheepfold of jesus christ in jeremiah chapter 3 verse 15 the word says i will give you shepherds according to my heart who will feed you with knowledge and understanding the father is speaking to the sheep and he's telling them i will appoint shepherds according to my heart according to my heart meaning a shepherd must know and understand the heart of the father in order to feed the sheep and so he says in uh, Ephesians chapter 4 verse 11 I will appoint to you oh let me get there um, Ephesians chapter 4 verse 11 I will appoint to you I will give some to be apostles some prophets some evangelists some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints for the work 
of ministry and for the edification of the body of Christ. You and I, whether you are an apostle or a prophet or an evangelist or a pastor or a teacher, we have the work of equipping the saints. We have the work of feeding the sheep who are in the sheepfold. In John chapter 10, the, she the shepherd enters the sheepfold and he finds sheep in the sheepfold. These sheep are waiting to be taught. They are waiting to be fed. They are waiting to be equipped with knowledge and understanding for the work of ministry that is ahead of them. So he goes on to say, to him, that is to the shepherd, the doorkeeper opens and the sheep hear his voice and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. And it comes uh, to my understanding then that the main work of the shepherd is to teach the sheep to hear the voice of God. The main work of the shepherd is to teach the sheep to hear the voice of God. For once they hear the voice of God, once they are able to receive revelation and understanding, then they will be equipped and empowered to withstand to withstand all the wind to withstand um, as Ephesians chapter 4 uh, goes on to say that uh, uh, when they come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to a perfect man to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ that they will no longer be tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine or by trickery of men in cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting. Once they have understood the voice of God, once they have identified the voice of God through the teaching, through the feeding with knowledge and understanding, then they are empowered to withstand and they are not tossed about by every wind. They are able to discern the voice of God and to separate the voice of God from the craftiness of men. Because once the sheep hear the voice, they follow the voice. And so to him, back to John chapter 10, to him the doorkeeper opens and the sheep hear his voice and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. And when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them and the sheep follow him for they know his voice. This does not eliminate all other noises that will be going on but they will have been fed enough to know how to filter other noises, both internal and external, and to follow the voice of the one who calls them. 
elsewhere in John chapter 8, still in the confrontation between Jesus and the Pharisees, in John chapter 8 verse 47, Jesus tells the Pharisees this, He who is of God hears God's words, therefore you do not hear because you are not of God. We have a very important function in all our ministry. In everything that we do for Christ, in everything that we do for the body of Christ, whether it is preaching, whether it is singing, whether it is serving in any other capacity, we have a very important function to teach the sheep to hear the voice of God. Because the work of ministry is for them. It is not for you. It is for you to train the sheep to hear the voice of God. And so, uh, as I was ministering yesterday, I spoke about the ministry of the word of God and of men. And we have the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit. The word of God is now married to men. And like in the Old Testament, where the word of God was the word of God and man was man, Jesus came and he, being the embodiment of the word of God, dwelt amongst us and we beheld his glory. Towards the end of his ministry, he promised a helper who will come and witness for him and he will be an indwelling presence, meaning the word of God, the word that created the universe, the word that, the word that created everything that is seen, will be an indwelling presence in the hearts of men, especially those who have kept his commandments. In John uh, chapter 14, verse 23, If you keep my commandment, if you love me, you will keep my commandment. And my father and I will come and make a home in your heart. And therefore, as a shepherd, having heard the voice of God, because I believe we've all heard the voice of God, I believe we've all matured to a point where we know the difference between the voice of God and all other noises, then we feed the sheep with knowledge and understanding in order they too can uh, distinguish between the voice of God and all other noises and having been empowered to choose the voice of God and to follow God for they hear him. They hear his voice and they follow him. The word goes on to say that they will by no means follow a stranger, but will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of the stranger. This is very important for us to understand, especially in our assignments, that we be very clear in what we have been called to do. Because the word goes on to say in verse 7, Jesus says that most assuredly I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. 
Now remember in verse 3, he says to him, the doorkeeper opens. God is the doorkeeper. Jesus Christ is the door. And so Jesus says, no one can come to me unless the Father has sent him. And so the doorkeeper opens the door and the sheep enters. And all who ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find the pasture. The thief does not come except to steal, kill, and to destroy. But I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. So Jesus Christ is the door. Jesus Christ is also the good shepherd. You and I are the shepherds. Jesus Christ is the good shepherd. And the good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. Now remember in his prayers he said that I pray in John 17. I pray that they, this is a desire that he expressed, that you whom you gave me may be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory which you have given me, for you loved me before the foundations of the world. Now the great shepherd laid his life down for the sheep. Now he is seated on the right hand side of the father. And remember his prayer was that we may also behold the same glory. Meaning just as the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep, you as a shepherd and I as a shepherd, we are to lay our lives down for the sheep that are in the sheepfold of Jesus Christ. And he goes on to say, but a howling who is not the shepherd, one who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming, leaves the sheep and flees, and the wolf catches the sheep and scatters them. And he goes on and goes on. Verse 14, he says again, I am the good shepherd, and I know my sheep, and I am known by my own. As the Father knows me, even so I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. These are about these are about uh, this is about the sheep that are already in the sheepfold. As a shepherd, we also are made aware of the sheep that are not in the sheepfold. For he says, "The other sheep I have, which are not of this sheepfold, them also I must bring, and they will hear my voice, and they will be one flock." and one shepherd. This tells us that in all that we do, we must always remember there are sheep out there that belong to the sheepfold of Jesus Christ. We have one assignment in regard to this. To find the sheep that are not in the sheepfold, to bring them in the sheepfold, to feed them with knowledge and understanding that they too will learn the voice of God and follow Jesus Christ. It is an enormous task, one that can only be accomplished through the power of the Holy Spirit 
And Jesus says, without me, we can do nothing. So how faithful are we regarding the sheep that have been entrusted in our care? We cannot feed the sheep with knowledge and understanding by reading scriptures and attempting to understand scriptures intellectually. Remember, the, sh the, the, the doorkeeper is the one who opens the doors. The doorkeeper is the one who gives you wisdom and understanding of the things of the spirit so that as you feed the sheep with knowledge and understanding, then you effectively equip them to hear the voice of God. We are not called to contain the sheep. It is the father who calls the sheep and so they leave the sheepfold, they go out, they find pasture, and they come in. It is an enormous task that has been entrusted in our, in our hands. And I pray that you and I, we be very diligent, especially in our ability to hear God. In our ability to hear God. There is something Apostle has taught in the past and he has said that the written word is not the living word. The written word is given for us for uh, doctrine. It's given to us for rebuke. It's given to us for correction and training in godliness. But in order to function effectively in the kingdom of God, in order to feed the sheep with knowledge and understanding, then you and I need the living word, the word that proceeds from the mouth of God. We have just read John 8, 47, that says that those who are of God, he who is of God, hears, not heard, hears there is a hearing that has to be continuous present hears god's words and so we need to hear god's words concerning every season concerning every circumstance concerning every geographical location concerning the spiritual realm concerning ourselves so that by understanding what God is saying to us right now, then we can prepare and feed the sheep with the same knowledge and the same understanding so that they can stand firm in the work of ministry ahead of them. The only one who knows how well we are doing is Jesus Christ himself. We cannot measure success by the standards the world measures success with. We cannot say we had a successful conference or a successful revival meeting just by virtue of the number of people who attended or by virtue of how the meeting was conducted. If the Spirit of God has not revealed these things to us, then we are doing nothing. And so my prayer to you tonight is that you may develop the ability to hear the voice of God so that you can effectively feed the sheep under your care with 
knowledge and understanding that is only from God. It is only through that that we are able to equip the body of Christ and to strengthen the church to stand firm irrespective of the winds of culture, irrespective of the winds of the political realm or even the socio-economic realm. When COVID or similar uh, pandemic hits, we will not be scattered because the shepherd is stable and equipped and has the capacity to hold the sheep together, losing none of them. It is only then that Christ will put a take to the work we are doing. Let us pray. Father, receive glory, honor, and adoration. Thank you for the noble work you have called us to. I ask that, Father, you may continually equip us as shepherds, that we may have something to equip the saints that you have entrusted in our hands. Thank you for each and everyone who is logged in on this prayer line tonight. I ask that, Father, you may continually speak to them. Train them to hear your voice. Train them to understand your words. Give them courage. Give them wisdom. Feed the sheep under their care with knowledge and understanding. I ask that your grace and your mercies be with us as we continue in this noble and privileged work that you have called us to. Pray all this in the name of Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Amen and amen. It is good to be with you tonight. Uh, at this point, I would say good night to you. And uh, we hope to meet again next week on Monday. Amen. <music>